This is Valerie Van Boeven with the Senior Care Industry Netcast, where leaders with three or more years of experience in the senior care industry share their advice. So let's get to it. In a few sentences, tell us who you are and what you do. My name is Dan Cohen, I'm founder and CEO of uh, Right to Music. And really, my goal is to serve as an advocate um, to make sure people. Um, have access to their favorite music because we're learning that not only do we like music and is music um, nice to have, uh, but it also has therapeutic effects and it really um, can be um, in some places better than a medication uh, in terms of keeping people relaxed or whatever. So uh, our, my goal is to change policy and to share the information that uh, we have learned both from our own experiences and from the research uh, to take advantage of this in healthcare and in our lives. Sure. Well, tell us a little bit about what Right to Music does. Well, I speak publicly, like mm -hmm. today with you, um, and um, and work with uh, organizations in healthcare and government uh, to um, uh, develop policy uh, that will uh, promote the use of music and also work with researchers to promote the um, um, undertaking research, uh, for instance, research around, gee, how much does music help reduce pain or alleviate loneliness or reduce uh, delirium? How much does it help people with advanced dementia, with Parkinson's disease um, and with stroke? So in all of these areas, um, in certain situations, music can be therapeutic and helpful. Um, and so music, you know, people sort of are, we're a very medicalized society. If it's mm -hmm. an pill, sure, I'll take it. Doesn't matter what, how long the list of, of side effects are. <laughs> music has, there's no downside to music. There's no risk to right. anything negative. At best, it can do great good. At worst case scenario, no change. So why are we hesitating? Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And yeah, you're right. It's one of the most therapeutic things. Um, and we see that so much more recently in the evidence um, of how it helps Alzheimer's and memory loss and dementia patients um, relive some of their youth and you know really be able to do things or speak or sing that they wouldn't have done if music hadn't been introduced to them. Absolutely, it's a, it's a, a real gift for people. It's sort of a, a backdoor to the brain for people with Alzheimer's and other forms of dementia. Um, that even though people decline in terms of their short-term memory and other ways, um, music is deeply embedded in many parts of our brain that is unaffected um, by the ravages of the disease. So uh, even near death, you know, people still will remember their favorite music. And that's totally amazing. And I love it. So tell us, what is the best thing about serving aging adults? Well, for me, I love serving aging adults um, with music and connecting to them. You know, very often people are separated. People lose the ability to operate their record players. And of course those record players are gone and they've been replaced with multiple new generation after generation of new technology. You know, you mentioned streaming to someone old, they go like, what? And so it's, it's, very, it's very difficult. So we need to help people to make that connection um, to their music. And then when they light up, when they hear their song that they haven't heard in years or maybe decades, um, that lighting up process with music is, is just very uh, exciting to me, humbling. Um, and I know that help puts help people um, um, be in another place, a better place 
Uh, and you know, music has a residual effect. Even when you've listened to your music, we all know this. It, you know, you turn off the music, and oh, you know, I'm in a better mood now, uh, and it sticks around for a while. Yeah, absolutely. It gets that. It gets your your heart beating, and it gets those. Uh, it gets your adrenaline moving a little bit. <laughs> so it's yeah. great, and your endorphins. So that's, well, that's awesome. why we, you know, we wait at a party, a wedding, whatever. You know, we're sitting down, we're waiting for the song we really want to dance to and let loose. Um, and so, well, why is that? So music is closely connected to movement. Uh, we feel good when we when we when we dance. Music is connect closely connected to um, uh, to yes to mood uh, and to speech. Even for people who have had a stroke, maybe they can't speak, but when they hear music, um, they can sing the words of the song and helps them recover their speech. Um, so there's uh, other very specific uses uh, for music that can be uh, helpful. So tell us in your lifetime, you are in your professional life, there's probably been folks that have been mentors to you or inspirations to you or organizations out there that you really, really like what they're doing. Um, who would you like to talk about? So. I've, you know, having trained thousands of nursing homes and hospitals and hospices and assisted living communities and how to um, uh, set up systems to deliver music to people, their favorite music, um, I've just really come to appreciate the work that the direct care worker does. Uh, so the certified nursing assistants and the nurses uh, and others who are working one-to-one -one with people. You know, during the pandemic, when people, including my 93-year-old mother, who was in her room for a year, um, and it was only because AIDS could be there for her and visit, they became family. I wasn't there. They were. Um, and this is um, a more sort of a harder reflection, or uh, but this has been going on for, a, this is a pandemic or not, um, those who are doing the one-to-one -one care uh, for our families or ourselves, if we were there, um, are very often it's a labor of love. You know, they don't get paid fantastically and, and they really deserve a lot of respect. Um, and, um, and they're very smart, you know, I found in really uh, best ways to, uh, um, uh, improve care and to and to uh, um, pay attention and, and be the family uh, for um, others while we're not there. So it's really well, those they do folks. become they do become the family in, in, in pandemic or or no pandemic. Uh, those are the people that your loved one is with twenty four seven, and they do become like family members. I mean, they look forward to seeing certain aides and certain CNAs or whatever um, every day that they, they have their favorites. I know my dad was in a nursing home for a time and, and he had his favorites. There's no doubt about it. He had um, his, his folks that he really, you know, and he's usually the older experienced um, caregivers that would, he appreciated, you know, how they talked to him and, you know, I mean, he just really liked them. And so we all became, you know, good friends because we appreciated how they were caring for my dad. You're right. The caregivers that are with our family members every single day are the ones that uh, really deserve our appreciation and gratitude. There's no doubt about it. You know, and, and as people get older and their family members and friends are uh, they've moved away, maybe they've passed away. Um, so they have fewer and fewer relationships. And of course, some family members are hesitant to visit a nursing home uh, through their own discomfort or if somebody has some form of dementia. And that's a real problem. So we need to really reestablish relationships. And the more 
staff does that or volunteers or family members are encouraged to come, that's really still important because relation, good relationships, one, two, three relationships that are good equals happiness. If you don't have relationships with anyone, well, what's the point, right? So, so that's, that's a, um, a, often is a priority for a long-term care community of some sort. Um, and would love it to be that way in every nursing home and every assisted living community. Absolutely. Well, talk to us about online marketing. So I would imagine that some of your outreach is definitely with online marketing, um, you know, website and outreach. Um, so tell us what your experience has been with online marketing, especially right now when we can't see each other face to face and that or that may not have been an issue for you if you're kind of doing things nationwide. Well, it's um, it's always a challenge online marketing. Uh, I remember the first time I did online marketing. Oh, you know, whatever we got uh, Google gives you as a nonprofit a million uh, banner ads. And well, that was a waste of time, um, you know, at, for me then. Um, and, and now it is about the video, 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 um, you know, live events of some kind, you know, Facebook Live or, or others, um, and uh, whatever videos you can prepare which show benefits of your service uh, or product um, and communicating with the people who are in a position to uh, influence that. Um, so yeah, it's all about, that's why I made the movie. When I started, people would say, uh, I was going as a volunteer, giving people in nursing homes their music. And I tell my friends and family, oh, this is great. They really lit up. And they say, oh, how nice, Dan, you're bringing the old people music. And I go, no, 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 you don't understand. I'm, it's, I'm really seeing something significant that goes beyond just, oh, the feel good uh, part of that. And, uh, and so I brought in, I got a hold of a filmmaker one, one afternoon and filmed what turned out to be the most viewed video of anyone related to dementia or Alzheimer's globally at over 50 million views, Henry. Um, and then from there, we did a documentary, Alive Inside, which still can be seen today on Amazon Prime or, or um, uh, Apple TV um, as well. And so, but that was really all driven from the fact it is hard to communicate a message, especially if you're talking about impact um, that, that is difficult to communicate verbally. Yeah, you have to see it. You, you have to, it, viewing the impact of what you're doing is probably uh, the most dramatic uh, impact you can have on the viewing audience. I mean, they've, they've got to be able to really experience what's happening for these people. So you're right. I would say in, in your case, video and audio, obviously, because we're all talking about music and the impact is going to be the, the best way. But I would say for anyone who is doing marketing online, just like you and I are having this conversation, it really is um, the best way right now. I mean, and I know it's not for everybody, but really, you know, talking to someone else and getting their, their input and their insight and their wisdom and filming it, but also making sure that there's a podcast version available. Um, and making it useful in many different ways. I think that's really important right now. All, all forms of communication, whatever, wherever people are listening, large scale, you know, you're one to many. So a podcast is a very powerful uh, tool that way. Um, and, you know, the audio, the audio visual, whatever gets you to the ears of people, where, where are they uh, without having to call one at a time and do cold yep. calling as we <laughs> in the old days. Exactly right. Okay, what piece of advice would you give to the senior care providers who are out there? Um, 
what what piece of advice is to be persistent um you know to have faith in what you have and give things time you know nothing is going to happen quickly um senior care providers um do great work um let people know don't keep it a secret uh i think that's important communicate with um you know I mean, you say providers. I mean, you're talking about the nursing homes themselves. Yeah, or the, the yeah, yeah. Uh, um, and my, yeah. my, I thought you were going to say, make sure you include music in your curriculum for everyone. <laughs> well, that is, well, actually, to me, that's a, that's a given. You, you can right. only do best practice, I think, um, if you're giving people what, what I'm told by many, by Department of uh, Health officials who oversee all the nursing homes in states, they say by far, this is uh, giving people their own music is their number one quality of life. Um, um, approach, um, mm -hmm. and that um, you can change someone's day in, in a heartbeat. Um, and there's not many other ways to do that. And it also is scalable. It is something you don't have to be there with everyone. People can, you can set people up, they can be in their room, they can be waiting, you know, waiting for a meal, they can be waiting at the doctors, um, have the headphones on and having a great time. And so, and it also when, when, that is introduced and people are using it throughout a uh, community, um, the morale tends to go up because staff, it's um, care uh, staff, CNAs and such, uh, residents are more uh, cooperative, they're less resistant to care. So go ahead, bathing, which is often, you know, there's resistance oh, yeah. around that, we know that. But when give people, oh, we give them their music 10 minutes before and going in and we have music play inside, we've got it all waterproof and mm -hmm. such, and no problem, it goes smoothly. So there, there and, and then makes the staff stay better. Yeah. Um, and that's, uh, that's a great thing. Yep, absolutely, yeah. If you can make the clients feel happier, the staff definitely feels happier right along with them. And it makes everybody say, no doubt about it. All right, great advice. All right, when you have a win in life or in business, how do you like to celebrate? You know, I think we have many small wins and hopefully not, and, and many small losses and some mm -hmm. big ones here and there, but certainly, um, you know, a meal, I mean, <laughs> go out to eat or something, uh, but, uh, you know, accept it, appreciate it, acknowledge the win. Um, and then, you know, go on, you know, feeling a little bit better as you go forward on all those other little wins you've got sort of planned down in your head that you want to do. Um, so that's my, my, my own process. Yeah. Well, we've had all kinds of crazy answers, which are all right. They're all good. We've had doctors show us a little bottle of tequila. We've had people, you know, say a, a martini. Uh, we've had people dance. Some people jump into the ocean if they live near the ocean. Some people have a lovely dinner, which I would agree with you on that. Meal sounds good to me. A little glass of wine. So yeah, any way you want to celebrate is, is the right way. Whatever is right for you. Small, little, you know, being thankful. Um, you know, those are all nice things. So I appreciate that. Thank you for coming on the show. And I know it's short and we could talk all day about what you have done and what you do. We'll make sure all of your contact information, your all of the things that you've done in this world are, are available with your video, but you did a great job and we appreciate you taking the time out of your day to be with us. So thank you. Well, thanks for having me, Valerie.